Welcome to Help You Help Me, the podcast where I ask you, the listener, for advice on my everyday life. And in return, I'll give you some advice on yours. Uh, that is if you have questions for me. Podcast email is helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. Um, and help you help me podcast uh, on uh, Instagram and Vero and Spotify and um, HYHM underscore pod on Twitter. Man, I almost forgot my social media handles, which is, you know, fine. It's fine. I mean, because no one, no one's, no, no one's listening. Um, but I, it, I'd like to tell you guys them. So just in case, just in case you want to reach out and say what's up. Anyway, it's a cool episode. Uh, this is with Anna Banana. This is a long episode. Uh, so if you don't like the sound of my voice, <laughs> maybe break this up into two pieces. I was going to do that, but then I decided not to just because, uh, you know, I was already having some technical difficulties with the podcast as it was. And I felt like it was a little too fragile. So I am just going to put the entire thing out. So... Um, so you guys, uh, like I said, if uh, two hours of the sound of my voice uh, is a lot for you, then I suggest you not do that. Um, so I'm going to, uh, without uh, any further idea or whatever, <laughs> I'm going to... Um, Here's Anna Banana. Also, at the end of the show, there's going to be some Yahoo's questions, answer questions, just because I, I just fucking feel like it. So why not? Um, anyway, you guys hang out. I'm going to go do anything else, actually. And uh, I'll be back. Um, oh, also, uh, the next show is going to have all the, you know, hear me out and watch, watch this and all that shit. So, um, you know, enjoy. The bananas. Um, so in the spirit of just starting this podcast, whenever I feel like, uh, <laughs> hey guys, um, you know, welcome to uh, help you help me. I have a special guest. The most special guest. The most special guest ever. I'm also going to turn the noise down because we don't need to hear ourselves while we record. So you don't want the echo. N- come on to the podcast no because i mean i could put the echo in the podcast it's like the miracle of sound editing oh you can you can put the echo in yeah no i can just put it in this is also great because we're sitting on the same couch but not looking at each other it's kind of like (laughs) just to have this conversation over the phone we just text each other from other rooms we we used to text each other from the couch which we would do that too yeah which we liked being alone together that's pretty descriptive of every relationship I've ever been in. Yeah, but we had more fun being alone. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's like a turn for the dark. Um, it's Anna Banana, everybody. It's me. Hello. How are you? I do know. Um, we made um, <laughs> varied <laughs> attempts oh today God. to interact with our community by getting some errands done, and neither one of us were able to help. Uh, complete those tasks because we were being thwarted at every turn by it didn't go well it was the least successful interaction with the community that i've maybe ever had it's okay like it's um <laughs> in a week <laughs> everything will be fine <laughs> this place sucks man like nobody um has anything interesting going on last week was pride 
that's over. It's also not very interesting just to ever. As proud as I am, I never, I've been to Pride one time and I was on a float and uh, beating people with beads and that was enough for me. That's really all um, you need is to have the experience where you children in the face with beads. I really didn't mean to. <laughs> oh, I did. I told the people when we were on the float, I was like, listen, if you want to successfully get these items to these people, aim for the face. I tried to tell people that I'm not sports oriented. So having me throw things from a moving vehicle. My shoulder was the most sore the next day. And I forgot about that. I forgot that <laughs> that dynamic <coughs> happens every year because you're just chucking things as quickly as you can. Yeah, I, I didn't stopped after the third person I hit in the face. Yeah, no, I didn't like stretch or take any fish oil or any of that. So my shoulder <laughs> was fucked up the next day. It was, not, it was not fun. Like trying to like get t-shirts to fly through the air and to the person you're throwing it to is quite impossible. T-shirts float. Yeah, you can't really mean to, you can't aim them. We had a t-shirt gun at oh some point, goodness. but I don't know what happened to it. And so we had to chuck t-shirts. I guess when you do have a t-shirt gun, the t-shirts are going to fly, you know, 30 or 40 feet away from where you are. So, I mean, it's a gun. So that's counterproductive. It just goes into like people who weren't looking to get hit in the head with things. See, I'm for t-shirt gun control. I am too. I wish it were a potato gun. So. Thank you for the espresso, by the way. This is delicious. You're welcome. You should, for the, for the, person or people that listen to your podcast you have misophonia you don't want to hit that misophonia <laughs> hurdle that every podcast goes through where somebody yells at you for drinking or eating i'm waiting while speaking i'm waiting if people haven't complained about me smoking while doing this podcast i don't know if they care about me eating i couldn't really podcast. tell you were smoking but you can hear you can hear you can hear the consumption of liquid or solid. I get it. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to have one of these pretzels while we're doing this broadcast. So, like, yeah. who's ever listening to me chew into this microphone? I might have to leave. <laughs> I might have to take a break. <coughs> Even though they're Excuse my me. pretzels. They are your pretzels. But, I like, also, when you pretzels, listen back to this podcast, like, the, I, I understand. Well, maybe I won't do that. I understand how much you hate being, watching people eat. I don't, I don't care about watching them eat. I, well... You know, the one boyfriend, I was hard to watch him eat. But the, <laughs> but the things he ate <laughs> were he ate like hard a, to watch people eat. No, I don't know if that's the one I was talking about. Oh, I was okay. talking about the one that ate like a dog. He sounded like a literal dog. Gross. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to deal with that. Nor would I ever eat that way. But, I mean, I get how that translates whenever you chew into a microphone. And then he criticized me for, like, biting a hangnail at the... At the table. That's ridiculous. He's can like, can you not? And I'm like, what, by, by my hangnail? And he's like, yeah, it's just gross at the table. I'm like, really? Because you sound like a literal... <laughs> you chew with your mouth open. He had a lot of teeth. I'm going to chew this nail off of my hand because it is uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, have we met? <laughs> so, I mean, thanks for uh, thanks for showing up to my the podcast, to your, to your house for the podcast. <laughs> So I did have a topic in mind because it 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 because neither one of us have two to three hours. 
I mean, I have all the time in the world, but I'm going to start working at some point. Right. <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't have two to three hours, uh, but <laughs> which is rare because <laughs> usually all I have is time. Um, so um, I, I brought you, I, I had you bring me to your house. Yeah, you brought me to my house. Yep. For um, a uh, show that I am entitling Secrets. Um, now, there are quite a few um, reasons as I want to get into different kinds of secrets. Um, so I know as adults, we keep secrets as, you know, we are taught as children to do. But also Tony Braxton had an album called Secrets. And that's really what we're here to talk that's about. Really <laughs> that's the real topic. Tony Braxton's Secrets. It also includes the singles, You're Making Me High. We click clickbait on the title yeah we really need to talk about tony braxton right we do know her um but there is we do know her <laughs> sometimes we don't girl like i just like well, birdman never mind she <laughs> she's gonna marry birdman i will have you like google birdman and look at this gentleman's face no, I uh, it's hard <laughs> it's it's hard oh, it's secret it's, he, he, it should have remained a secret but they have instagram um, but, um, you know, there's also a song on that album called talking in your sleep, which is, um, a, it's it, one of the most beautifully arranged songs I've ever heard with the most absolutely stupid content I've also ever heard. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but, um, no secrets just in general. Um, so I did some research, I actually like research things. And, yeah, I know we're going to like, yeah, look, it's like, so the first type of secret uh, there, there is, it's all of our personal secrets. We were talking, uh, a couple of days ago and I guess, what is it? Pre-interview or pre-prep? When did we start well, doing we, that? We wanted to make sure we didn't meander. Two hours. We've definitely been be- meandering for seven minutes and 45 seconds. It's so not to. this is what people come here for. Yeah. No, I need filler. Anyway, like uh, there is, uh, I, I was thinking about it. Actually, the subject came up and I started working on it a few weeks ago. It actually came up because um, I was thinking about uh, people who share so like a lot of information for no reason. It's like, why do we need to know that? Um, and I think it's because there's a, there's, uh, there are people who hold things close to the chest for whatever reason, whether that be like family secrets or secrets amongst friends or trade secrets or whatever the case may be. But there is people who live their lives very openly, and I think that that is traumatic to do. And I don't know why people like don't keep secrets. But I am you've you've on more than one occasion accused me of living a double life, which you definitely live a double life. I it, did, listen, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have a secret life. Um, it's I actually think that sometimes people it, they're like hiding in plain sight with secrets where you they reveal so much that you would assume that they didn't have any secrets so that you never suspect them of having the secrets that they have which i think i'm more in that camp i suppose like i i i do the same oh alarms i do the same thing um eventually those things come to light and you're like what the f- what the fuck you have a third brother and i'm like yeah i mean yeah i didn't know about your. Um, i'm sorry a second brother i don't have a third brother that would have been the secret of all secrets we've known each other for damn near 20 years i would, <laughs> I would laugh forever no i don't have a you had yet another brother that you spoke even less about right um no to the podcast does he 
I probably. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, sorry, Therese, buddy. I love you, but no, you no, live no. in a completely different state and city than the one that I lived in and grew up in. So I love you. You are. You don't make waves. It's really a And you don't get on my nerves. You're that not, is actually a compliment. You're not dramatic, so you don't, he has never complained about you. You don't have a child that I have to take care of when you die or go to jail, like any of that. So I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> not that the other ones do. Yeah, that. We have three very special guests. They'll be in. They'll be in and out. Well, you're gonna hear. You're gonna hear one more than the other. You want to make a noise? Do you want to cough into the microphone? Yeah. No. He was sneezing the last time. So he was. He's been on the podcast before. He has. He. Oh, there we go. My idiot cat. His name is Bijou. Um, and I also got two other cats who I could not for the life of me. That they are secrets. They are secrets. Okay. Well, your landlord doesn't listen to this. Um, you don't know. I absolutely know that. <laughs> I don't know who my landlord is. That's also a secret. Uh, I, but I, I, the cat's out of the bag, so to speak. Got it. Guys. So, <laughs> uh, it's between us. It's, it's, it's cats. It's, but the, it, anyway, the big cat's a, is a gorgeous little snot monster. Um, He's not as crusty today as he was. No, he's not. A little crusty, not as crusty. But he's... He has new food. He's very... Lug- he's, his coat is very luxurious now. He's You're, fatter. What is, your, what is your secret to taking care of <laughs> multiple cats over the time that I've known you? <laughs> like, I, I, I can't keep a car. <laughs> and I, keep, I keep dying cats. But you keep cats alive, alive for so long. It's almost as if... Um, you should have some sort of television show regarding you know, I'm, I'm cat whispering. To, I'm not opposed to it, except I don't want to be, uh, I don't want anyone to know who I am, if at all possible. I mean, you could be the masked cat lady. There's a whole show. The secret is helicoptering. D- just taking them to the vet at the, at the first sign of <laughs> them not acting exactly the same as they did yesterday. Mm. Uh, so catching things early and then doing just... Shelling out the money for the meds that they tell you to do <laughs> and just giving them the meds. I mean, honestly, my vets have, have they're, they're not just saying words to hear themselves talk a lot of the time. So uh, I think just uh, just doing what they tell me to do is, has steered me pretty right. The, right. The kidney cat, I did a lot of research and we tried a lot of different things to try to, to keep him on the on the level for as long as we did. And that right. was helpful to my vet because I'm, I, I tell every doctor, including my vets, I am going to, I am going to research this on the internet. <laughs> are you, are you talking about the, the previous occupant or the one before that? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I, I like, I, I thought it was a tremendous feat to uh, keep a 14 year old cat alive for like six more years. <laughs> He was 13 when he came to live with us, and he was diagnosed. My sister gave me a cat. They're like, get this cat out of here. He's, mm-hmm. he's driving us crazy. Mm-hmm. And when I got the little paperwork she had on him, he uh, it turned out he was 13 years old. And I was like, you gave me a geriatric cat. Sweet. Uh, and immediately. One he, that screams into your mouth when you're sleeping. He did scream into my mouth. He would, he would try to punch me in the face. He screamed into my mouth the first night we got him. And then he jumped. I was sleeping on the couch and he jumped on my chest and just screamed into my mouth until I woke up. He and then he. Screaming. And then he went in front of Willie's cage and just hissed at him screaming. for 24 hours. <laughs> <And I was laughs> 
God bless him. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he was a geriatric cat. About a month after he came to live with me, uh, he started at, he started hiding. So I was like, all right, we're gonna go to the vet. And uh, he was diagnosed with kidney failure. Nice. <laughs> and you know the thing about kidney cats is it's a lot of work, and a lot of people don't really necessarily want to do that work. And I, I try not to have an opinion about that, but. You know, he he had a good quality of life, so I was I tried my best to. They they need fluids, they need special food, they need you know. They need all the shit old people need, dude. Yeah, he's old. I mean, that's just it's they they live that long, and they're gonna either get kidney failure or um, it's mostly kidney failure with older or diabetes. Yeah, I mean, is it like pretty? easy to tell what's going on before I mean once you've seen one is it pretty much a case by case basis it's it depends kidney kidney stuff is pretty easy to spot once you've dealt with it uh, this current cat has a liver shunt that's inoperable so that took some expensive testing he also has feline herpes which gives him basically asthma uh, which is not it's it's pretty much as common as it is in, in people it just has more he's more He's small and his immune system is different. Well, his well, his um, he, he's more prone to respiratory stuff. This is fascinating. It is fascinating, <laughs> actually, because I like seriously guys, like being guys, if able. You have any questions? Uh, if you have any veterinary questions, if you need to take care of a cat, a ferret, or uh, or, a, or a human male, a, a human male who does not do very well at taking care of himself, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I email can, me. I can, I can raise your credit score. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know my credit score is uh, bad, but not needs work anymore? I take full credit. Thank you, because like honestly, <laughs> or it's vice versa. Whichever one is not as bad as terrible is where my credit is now. <laughs> like I'm not co-signing on anything for anybody. Like I'm not. I'm not co-signing on a Snickers bar with anybody. No, but no, I'm definitely. No, no. Not even your children. No, like I'm. I, I, they would. They would go. Why did you choose this dude as opposed to anybody at Walmart? Like you could have asked anybody, but you asked this person. Do, are you? Do you need the co-signer, sir? <laughs> <laughs> is that where you're here? <laughs> no. Um, so that is. Um, uh, yeah. The, the, I. I don't have. When I think about it, I don't have very many secrets that. We're just gonna take a hard a back small, to yeah. No, we are. Listen, I'm really good at segue back to secrets. We can have a whole cat episode. No, we can have a cat episode. Guys, send in your cat questions. <laughs> secrets about cats. Um, can we please hear about the secret lives of your cats? Uh, and you, and the people out there listening, not you. You only yeah. have one. Air quotes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you, my my cats have way more secrets than your cats. That's true, especially this one. They're on um, the counter. Hi, Bijou. He's uh, not every box is a kitty box. No, he loves all of his, all of the boxes are his. I just um, there's like a lot of packing paper in there, so he gets to play with that. Alex later. has taken to I well, I have a cat in my house named Alex. Alex has taken to jumping in to uh, board game boxes and scratching the bottom of them, and so I have to yell at him. Not every box is a kitty box. Yeah, and then he can't moves. Say that to Bijou. Yeah, I. You the fuck out. Yeah, I. I. I he looks like it. I don't know if you caught the look he gave you when you said that. No, I did, and that was definitely a motherfucker what yeah. face that he gave me. Did but me? like, there's a whole like there's a whole oh, production about to happen down here. No, but look under the table. There's a whole production about yeah. to happen. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, they were all in the box last last night. Yeah, they all jumped in. And Bijou chased 
them out. The great thing about what's happening now <laughs> is that the cat fell in the box, got freaked out, jumped out of it. Also, all these very visual things happening on the Extremely podcast happy. is. And uh, now he's going to lick himself like he meant to do that. Nice. The nice. Embarrassment show. Oh, here's. Secrets. Yeah, the secrets. Uh, the secret is that we are watching cats do things to a box. And the is we didn't have a show. And we didn't have we a, show. We had a show. I had a show. We keep segueing back to cats. You can't not. <laughs> you can't expect to not have a two hour show with me. No, We're, I know. But the, you because. You hang out with me more often if you don't want me to talk. No, no. It's. Whether or not I always want you to talk for two hours, but I was trying to be conservative with your time. But we <laughs> definitely <laughs> talk for two hours. I'm going to wait like, until you have some cat questions from your, from your listeners. All right. The, the cat, help you help me pod at gmail.com. If you have questions will, or comments about cats, if you have any opinions about the way that Anna takes care for cats, no, I want um, to know about them. And yeah, I would you like, will not share them with me. Um, I do not care. I'm going to read them on the podcast, but I won't directly share them with you. I'll let you react later. I won't directly share how much money I spend on my cats. Oh, no. I don't want to know that at all. I will say, <laughs> I challenge you. Tell me how much money you spend on your kids. Yeah, My true. Going to jail. They're never going to jail. Um, they're never going to. Well, I mean, they're they're never going to drop out of high school. But listen, your kids aren't either. You're they're kids. never, and they're never going to not get a job. Their their job is being cats. No, their job should be on Instagram. They are not. They are definitely not getting jobs. And I do scream at them constantly for not. Ha- I tell them to get jobs every day. I think you can steal money from people now. All you have to do is make a video of your cats and put. Um, oh my God! Um, look at my cats being very active from you know using Purina Naturals hashtag ad. And I think they have to pay you. <laughs> You know, I'm not, listen. I think I they know. have to pay you if you just hashtag it, hashtag it ad. I don't, I, here's the thing. I, my job is weird and yeah. I don't want to deal with any of no, the I'm, confluence of, the next like, picture, not what my job is, but like it's, right. It's, it's pretty much, I have to be monogamous pretty much. Or it's I, insane. I am going to tell you, I, I, here's a secret. I, the next picture you see on Instagram is going to be of a Snyder's box. Uh, and I'm just going to hashtag it ad and see if they pay me. And if they don't, <laughs> then I know that this doesn't work. You can have that box if you want. Can I? If you want to keep doing just keep, Do you keep it. want the pretzels inside no, the box? I have, or? I have two boxes. Oh, sweet. I love Snyder's pretzels. I'm definitely going to put trash all over those. Limited edition Oktoberfest pretzels. Hashtag ad. Now, what's the secret here? Because Oktoberfest is... <laughs> What's the secret with Oktoberfest? Because I don't know. It's German. Oh <laughs> uh, well, that's yeah, that's not a secret. But um getting back to the subject at hand. No. Uh, fuck it. Um it, it, I think if we intermittently use the word secret, we just keep saying secret then it counts. <laughs> <laughs> Staying on subject, secrets. Um, no, I, I, I started. Okay, you don't know why people. No, 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 no I had. I, I don't. I don't know why people are that open of a book. It seems like to me that it requires a large set of balls to think that people give a shit about what it is that you do any given time of the day. Not being Beyonce or Kim Kardashian. Um, well, most people are kind of a little. 
not. I think a lot of people think people care more than they do. And I started nice realizing idea that you, when you realize people, most of the things to do with other people that annoy you or upset you have very little to do with you. It's very. It it's there. Them. It's how they feel about the world around them, and it's like, wow! I just just learned to stop taking it personally, and then it's just learned to stop interacting with people about things in my life that don't affect them if they know those things or yeah. affect me if they know those things. And yeah. so I, I'm like, I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate, or I'm sorry, I appreciate. 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 I I appreciate. I appreciate a modicum of being truthful and open and honest about certain things that affect you or the world at large. Like I don't believe in outing people, but I do believe in people being out and in any capacity, whether that be sexuality or you know your your religion or whatever the case may be. I don't think people should out you as a Muslim or out you as a this or that, but like it should be something that you, on your own time and in your own turn on on your own terms, uh, reveal to people in a way to help other people who might be in the same situation as you or not. But uh, or, to, or to help people who may not be exposed to. A- Here's the thing, is when you're talking to me about helping other people, that's where you lose me. Well, well, very small things help other people, though. I mean, like, just, just, oh, here we go. This one likes to work on the computer. All right. This is where the podcast gets fucked up because the cat's going to definitely, here we go. Yep. All right. All right. Well, it's fine. The audio gets real fucked up. It's the cats are helping us edit the podcast as we speak. Um, I, I, I mean, I mean, helpful as, as in so much as some conversations help people think through certain things and then they're able to be a little bit more revelatory about things in their life. I, on the other hand, don't ever want some of you to know everything. There are some things that I feel like talking about, um, wow, I did, I unplugged it. So there was a very, very long learning curve that I just had to uh, participate in in order to get the recording back up. And I'm very sorry to you personally, because this is your time. Here's why I like old cats. (laughs) During this entire time, the old cat has been nowhere to be seen. The new cats, and not like new cats, like the new to me, no, just like kittens. Here's the thing. I don't like babies, guys. I bottle fed these morons. (laughs) And I have hated every second of it. They are very cute. I named them. But I will never, ever do this on purpose again. It's, I didn't do it on purpose this time because I'd never do cats on purpose. It just happened to me. You mean, like, you don't also, like, you know what I mean? Like, look at them. They, they're monsters. They are. Just, look, I can't. They're so cute, though. This is why I named them after, but this uh, is, after uh, Greek war goddesses because they are monsters i contend that you missed an opportunity to name them china and uh busy um because they already have a bijou they just didn't earn it 
And I also didn't name Bijou. That They're, they really don't. They did harmonize once, and it was kind of amazing. <laughs> but. That's a that's a China Phillips if I've ever seen one. Resting, but also she's the lazy one. She's the lazy one, but she's also she's she's the lazy one at her age, but she's had to carry Carney Wilson for quite some time. I take issue with that statement. (laughs) Why? Everybody had to carry Carney Wilson for quite some time. Hi, Kitty. When there was only one set of footprints in the sand, Carney Wilson was carrying you. (laughs) Was she? Because she, she makes cheesecake now. She does make cheesecake now. She's done a lot of things. Carney Wilson has actually she's been. She's she's had her own talk show. She's got her own cooking show now. I, I guess apparently, Candy DeLong actually doesn't have a new show. This is breaking news. This is the same show that she's been on since 2010. Oh, but there's a new season coming. Wait, so is it Deadly Women or it is it another show? Is a shorter haircut. I do know that. Hold on. She's had some haircuts. The secret to uh, oh, oh my god, first Candy thing in there. It's of course it's Can the first you put thing in there. Candy DeLong in. Oh, look at her. Look she at so it. many, so many lipsticks. So many this is the haircut now. It's 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 very. It's been that short. It's oh, little known facts about Deadly Women's Candice DeLong. Are there little? I feel facing like, evil. That's the show. Makeup, makeup, wine, and crime. Get out of here, Candy. Yeah. Can you put can it's, you put Candy DeLong's uh, name in the description so if she if she Google's herself it'll come up because you know she does. I've already Candy. clicked. I've already clicked. Uh, I've already clicked for Google alerts on Candy DeLong, so I'll always know what she's doing. And she has she's a podcast, like, by the way. It is also a podcast. I told you she absolutely has. A podcast. Absolutely, she does. I'm gonna subscribe to it. Okay, go ahead. Subscribe so on Apple Podcasts, facing evil with Candy. DeLong. You can also subscribe to it on YouTube if you just want to see the shows for free. Uh, Candace DeLong is a former FBI profiler who has worked on such cases as some, somewhere in like San Diego or something. Listen to this shit. Somewhere in San Diego, there she helped crack a case of a little child who was being given crack cocaine and oh. perform and 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 uh, forced to perform child. Uh, sex acts. No wonder and, she hates everyone. Oh, she hates everyone. She's not. She. I mean, like, if she's seen. Yeah, she's got. She's, she's some got shit. A, she's got it. She's. She's got a grudge. Yeah, she's seen some things. She's sixty. Candy. What moisture? She's sixty. You, you look great. You. I, y'all sat up here and uh, talked shit about Candy Long and her brown lipstick and her. <laughs> And her dark brown lip liner. I'm going to read the uh, gonna, secrets. Uh, I'm going to read. She also. I'm inv- going to read the description for her podcast. It's called. It's called Facing Evil with Can- Candace DeLong. It says, I've seen bad things and met bad people. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely read that same copy Ten, over the. Uh, years in the FBI. Ten years as a psychiatric nurse and another decade reporting on crime with investigation. So she hates literally everyone. Yeah. She face to face with killers, trying to understand what makes them do it. No, you don't. Oh, this was in San Francisco. Look, this was in San Francisco. She's actually, and she actually was in 1995. DeLong was one of the three handpicked FBI agents to mastermind the hand a hand manhunt for Unabomber Ted Kaczynski. I think we already did. did We already do this on the podcast. No, we didn't. We haven't talked enough about. We haven't talked enough about Candy DeLong just in general. We're gonna every, literally um, every time we're on the podcast, we are going she to She also Candy helped to crack the case of the Chicago Tylenol murders yes. where people were like, 
I did not know this. I know that. I, th- I swear to God, we've talked Candy, about Candy, no. Candy Long has been in these streets, bitch. <laughs> yeah. She's earned every stupid thing she's ever said. I wonder how she feels about um, possibly sending Scott Peterson to jail for no reason because he probably didn't kill his wife and baby, you but know, he probably did. I just, here's the thing. I said he probably didn't because I don't trust. Um, no, I, no, I know. I actually just listened to a podcast where they kind of revisited um, secrets uh, about the Scott Peterson case, uh, where they revisited just how awful that investigation was. It didn't go well. And you know they had a similar. There was a similar trial for a guy who had like a hot car baby die because he was. Uh, the guy was not, it, it was similar, not quite as, uh, well, I don't, it, listen, it was different than the Scott Peterson case, but it was a lot of like his, him being a dickhead, yeah. being on trial instead of, here are the facts of the case, do you have, do you have reasonable doubt? I've seen one too many television shows about these big cases and the detective work that goes behind it, and I'm like, wow, it's like none of you have played Clue, or... I, I like how did this get fucked up so badly that like you guys are grasping at straws and like uh that guy that guy was married to her so he probably killed her and her well, baby. I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot to, to that, and we 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 are not a true crime podcast. We're we'll not we're not a true podcast. Here's the secret: we are not a true pie true crime podcast. I know I know you thought it was. I I know we're in the true crime section. I am ve- we're in a true crime we, section. I'm very inspired by the very vision of Candace DeLong's um, uh, Wikipedia page. It makes me feel as though I uh, 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 Candace DeLong has a Twitter. Of course she does. <laughs> okay, so I gotta um, go ahead and follow her on Twitter. That scream like a the, like a stand. Yes, I love Candy DeLong. You have always loved Candy DeLong. Guys, Candace DeLong, C A N D I C E, Candice. Uh, D L O N G. There is a new season of Deadly Women started a few days ago. Uh, so she's got a gif of Kermit the Frog freaking the fuck out. And also, also this national treasure. Also, this guys go to Kendi DeLong's uh, uh, Twitter and follow her immediately. She needs you. She's not fucking around. She needs you. You know, Kendi DeLong only has 14.6 thousand followers. That's not enough. That's fewer than wholesale. That's fewer Look than. That, that vegan leather oof, is really good. It is good. She always knows how to like point the chin down, to hide the jowl a little bit. Like yeah. she's and to look that's mean. Like a, that's like a leather, that's like a vegan leather blazer. It's really it is. And she also has awesome. like this like profiler haircut that she's never getting rid of because she never won't be a profiler. Uh, like I, oh, Deadly Women is coming back for thirteenth season here's her talk she's the happiest i've ever seen she looks she looks fantastic she looks like she is like the she's like chris jenner without a with a job you know what i mean yeah she's chris jenner if if chris jenner if chris jenner if you were to stand her and chris jenner next to each other the only way that you'd be able to tell them apart is that kendis long probably doesn't have 19 children hanging off of her and her boob job is better her boob job is much better Candy, we love you. Here's a secret. We love Candace DeLong. This isn't um, I, just me randomly freaking out about Candace DeLong. Here's I, a secret. I made a Deadly Women bingo game. And we played it. And it was actually pretty good. 
Did you play with us? Or with no. Us? Oh, I played it. Yeah, I played with some other friends. Is this a thing that exists? Yeah. I, does it still exist? Yeah, you want one? You want some? The, the Candy DeLong bingo game? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a lot of a lot of a lot of the clues are Candy DeLong says or does something. Man, something. I oh okay, so I remember Here's part of this game. I remember part of this game because Candy DeLong never doesn't say the same thing, and then she does like the. Uh, lip purse at the end of each sentence where yeah. she purses it's her like lips. A punctuation. Yeah, she takes her uh, two mauve-colored lips and purses them together. It's, it's yeah, it's it's not it's Mojave. Duh, that's rose. more Mojave. Uh, it's really darker than that, and it shouldn't be because I there's get it. Lot, there's a lot of. Oh, remember when Candy DeLong went through the brown hair phase? Yes. Like, <laughs> how could I forget? Why did you pick a topic for this when we could just talk about with Candy DeLong for two hours and then and then lose lose listeners? I really don't know. I don't know. Like that. Like Didn't I was have to have like a trigger warning for whenever I'm on the show. Where people yeah. Are like, um, we don't. Want well, this I mean, but here's the thing. Like, they're, they're, like I couldn't talk about secrets by myself, but it turns out I can't talk about them with another person as well. <laughs> well so. <not> me. <laughs> Maybe your brother is a better person to talk about. No, because we have family secrets, and that's not something you should like. Well, you don't want to talk about family secrets, but, you know. Uh, I know some of his secrets that I don't think that he would like me to talk about. So that's, like, something I would have to, like. Whatever. No, that's something I would have to, like, you know, clear with him first. And or, like, he's famous now. So I would have to, like, probably have some sort of NDA. Uh drawn I don't up have to talk about like sec- just having secrets in general you don't have to go into details i wasn't going to talk about right i'm not going to go into details. no we like weren't going to go secrets? into details about secrets what was going to happen is that we were, were going to talk about secret keeping I um you were tell me secrets secrecy you itself secret, you have a secret life and i wanted to actually that's why I, I don't up. have a secret that's life. why i showed up today is so i could learn some things about you that you won't tell me okay Say, uh, I don't like at this point, there's not anything you don't know about me, but I know there's nothing you don't know about me because you, I had there was you answered, there was a situation where someone asked you questions about me and you were the one who got them, who got everything right, you knew everything, yeah. Well, that's easy. It was impressive. You could get most of the, you would get every question about me correctly because everything that you know about me is not different and nothing is also new so there you go like nothing has evolved i would like you to tell me what that means what what that means is that i don't have any what that means is that there is no new secret and even the old ones are pretty irrelevant and because you know about them now i guess i don't know well i'll be the judge of that because when i I found out that you can't tell the difference between sweet flavors i was fucking scandalized (laughs) And I'm still scandalized. That was literally years ago. Okay, so um, for those of you out there who don't know, I cannot differentiate flavors if they are sweet. If it's they are like sweet, they just all yeah. You just don't have like as many taste buds. It's like being taste blind in a way. Like yeah. that like coffee is, is indistinguishable from the, and the, chocolate the, the same? yeah the bitterness of the bitterness of the. Because it's so much cheaper than chocolate. Because it changes the type of bitter that the coffee is. The coffee is, you know what I mean? Like, 
This upsets me more and more. It's, the more I it's strange to me as well. But if I'm like, for instance, I would not be able to drink that coffee and then have a lollipop and taste the difference in the actual flavors. They just both taste sweet to me. Shocking! I still can't. And listen, here's, here's the thing: I, I'm not trying to shame anyone who has fewer <laughs> taste buds or whatever this, whatever causes this. My guess is like if it's kind of how like the people who are not colorblind but they don't see the different shades, right? I would imagine that's like that's it's it's not it's not it's not as much same. as being it's not as much like being colorblind as it is not being able to tell. The, the death perception yeah, of distance like yeah, so it's like I, ju- I just want to make it clear that i i don't want i just want to make it clear that the reason i'm scandalized is because we literally ate garbage together yeah for like 20 years yeah and the only thing that tastes <laughs> different but so, but no, but it also explains why i don't give a shit about sweets and why i'm mostly a savory person so if it's salty and or it's possible that i didn't notice that as well that you didn't care about sweet things because i am a sugar monster sure but every time you complained about uh me cooking sausage in the house or hot dogs or any of that stuff it's because like for me a snack isn't a cookie or honey bun or a piece of cake or any of that a snack to me something that smells up the house that i have to put a condiment on like (laughs) like it, like it, if I have to mix it with mayonnaise or mustard or put a shit ton of salt or a shit ton of like any of that, like that is what I'm looking for. Okay, I I think you have fewer taste buds than fewer than average taste buds. Maybe, that but like happen. I've also tried things like, you know, lemon zest and that sort of thing to kind of like wake in, uh, like wake up your taste buds. It, like, apparently that works. But the thing is, is if you don't have the taste buds, if you have fewer... Well, I'm you can't wake up what's not there. Coming to terms with the fact that they're probably they probably have never been there. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. And that I am because of that. You don't have a good palate. It's that you. I went 38 years of my life without a cavity. Like I just don't fuck with sweets like that. But then like all of a sudden, you know, um, but I still can't all of a sudden get a cavity. But I still can't taste the difference. You can give me a strawberry watermelon. A strawberry uh, Jolly Rancher and a watermelon Jolly Rancher, and it tastes exactly like. But I think that's true for a lot of people because when candy flavors are not natural flavors, and I, I assume, right, like I assume that there are certain sweet things that just taste sweet across the board no matter what. They're all the same kind of sweet. As a super taster. See, that's the thing. Well, see, I'm as a person a super who can. Who. Like as I'm, a, very, I, I'm very sensitive to. We're complete opposites. As a person who does not have the ability to differentiate that, like I want to believe that there's a community of people who cannot taste things. Oh, I believe uh, absolutely. And if you can't taste things, uh, please send me an email to help you help me pod at gmail.com and let me know. Have you ever, have your best friend ever thought about completely dissolving your friendship because you cannot taste things. I didn't think about it. I just didn't really feel like I knew who you were anymore. Right. Um, for and I've never had that I've never had that reaction weeks. literally about anyone weeks. for any reason where I was like, I just don't know who you are. Yeah, this is a thing we had to unpack for First weeks. Time it's ever happened. I had to, yeah, I brought it up in therapy. <laughs> I, 
Like we worked through, I did worksheets. It was a thing where it was, I, I could tell every time I walk in a house and like, and it would be eating anything. She would just look at me like, man, I wonder. I wonder if he could taste this. I wonder when he's leaving. Cause I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> if I put a blindfold on him, could he tell the difference between? No. You know where I think it actually came from? Kool-Aid. There is no distinguishable flavor of Kool-Aid. It all just tastes sweet. That's so, okay, well, maybe it didn't come from Kool-Aid. Maybe it's, it's just, just been my life. Yeah, this is just <laughs> and it's okay. It's just, you can't tell me, you can't tell me, you I, can't say everything tastes the same. I will tell you. It's not that it, it does not taste the well, same. Well, I know that, but what I'm saying is that, like, it, 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 this is defi- definitely, we will be able to find some sort of genetic marker that makes it so i would love to be i would love to hear i'm gonna figure out how we can take and we're gonna take this on the road yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do a special a special report on your taste buds if you take a sweet if you take a sweet thing and then you then add something earthy to it i can then kind of differentiate a taste like if you take combine it with another type of right another type of taste right like i drink uh turmeric tea and also add ginger to that and for me ginger and turmeric are extremely earthy so if you then add honey to that then i can sort of differentiate a taste some sort of way also honey has its own taste yeah so i can kind of differentiate it in some sort of way i think that well, if you a, then a, took ginger taste yeah that but is not sweet right and that's probably what you taste but mint candy and ginger candy cannot tell the difference like i get that there is a um refreshing thing that happens with mint um its flavor profile itself is not lost on me it's just when it's processed into a candy or a gum or something and i can't tell the difference so people are like do you want spearmint or double mint i'm like it literally doesn't fucking matter it doesn't matter (laughs) i just want my breath to not like taste hot anymore I know that, and but spearmint is an actual flavor. No, no, no. Just they're both they're but they're both not the same kind of mint. Like well, I'm talking, I, I, what I'm saying is to differentiate the packaging from one another. One spearmint and one's double mint. But, but one's double mint spearmint, and the other one's just double mint. It's like you wouldn't ask for. It's like Coke and Diet Coke. Look at the packaging. Spearmint still says double mint well, on it. I don't it. believe in gum, so. Well, I mean, I don't know anything about. I, I'm not, well, you don't have to buy it. Just. Read it. No, I the, don't even look at it. it makes oh. me angry. Well, here's what it I says. Live in a gumless existence. The spearmint gum is still double mint. Double mint's the brand. So it says double mint spearmint, but just regular double mint just says double mint. It doesn't say anything else. So it's like generic mint. It's like Coke and Diet Coke. Coke is Coca Cola is Coca Cola. I don't fucking believe that. It is. Coca Cola is Coca Cola, but then you have Cherry Coke, Diet Coke, Vanilla Diet Coke. Coke is. Mm. All right. No, I mean, I wouldn't. Secrets, everybody. A secret di- Diet Coke is here's the secret. Diet Coke is killing all of you, and stop fucking drinking, stop drinking it. it. Jesus Christ! It's really not worth it's, it. It's it's rotting your insides Just from regular Coke once in a while and drink water the rest of the time. Yeah, Just balance it out. Guys. Yeah, or stop drinking Coke altogether. They um, uh, don't allow people to unionize. Uh, start drinking Pepsi. It's better. Fair. Um, also, it tastes better. Um, that, let's not start that. I mean, you're gonna listen. I thought we were gonna get I, hate mail about the cats. Ah. <sighs> Listen, as a, I know that I am from Atlanta and I should be suckling from the Coca-Cola teat, um, which I think actually exists 
that there's an actual teat. There's somewhere? actually a Coca-Cola teat. Is it sentient? It has to be. It has to be. Uh, but uh, uh, fuck Coke. Pepsi is. <laughs> I don't need uh, the hate mail to come anywhere but to me. But uh, fuck Coke. Pepsi's better. Um, yeah. I. It's not as if that it's not as if I can tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke. I just don't like <laughs> Coke's you really can't tell business. I have to go. I just don't like Coke's business. I can't with you anymore. It's, I, it's, it's a total it's a total secrets. it's a total morality by anyway. What else did you want? talk about with secrets man let me get back to that so fuck coke i'm just kidding um no listen i i also i also wanted to talk about like weird it's right here it's in my phone i told you i now use my phone for things um i it it, i I could leave it out like who cares it is but it's also like um like people advertise to you like edc's advertising to me right now i'm not going so i don't know why it's trying to do that Yeah, I do. I do. I but um, that's not true. Actually, I might be going. Oh, by the way, guys, um, offer still stands. Remember the last episode? I told you guys I have the hookup for EDC tickets. I still have that hookup. Um, so the I want to talk a little bit about famous trade secrets. Um, f- famous trade secrets like the like the. Like the uh, the formula for the aforementioned Coca Cola, um, is it actually illegal to not know it's in Coke? Is it illegal to not know? Right? Aren't they supposed? Isn't it like? Aren't are they supposed to tell us what's in it exactly? All the ingredients are just like the ones that make a difference. Because I'm sure there's just more than like red dye forty and. Uh, probably not much more. It's see after that it's like chemistry. I guess I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know about like food trade secrets, but I know like the the eleven herbs and spices are a not, trade secret. Well, that's not hard to disseminate, especially if you know like an old black grandma who's ever had KFC. She can definitely tell you what's in it. You know what it is? It is a Lipton a Lipton's uh, onion soup onion package. Soup. <laughs> that's all it is. That's the secret. It's cream of mushroom, canned cream of mushroom soup, and uh, and the. The onion. Yeah, the onion Lipton's soup. onion soup. Yeah, it's you, like the secret to anything that tastes good you've ever had. Pretty much, you use a can of mu- you use a can of cream of mushroom to uh, kind of make the batter, and then you uh, season the flour, not the chicken, with the Lipton's onion soup packets, and then you just roll a bunch of raw chicken and a bunch of shit and drop it in a fat of oil. Um, the you're going to jail now. They're gonna oh for, f- no, for fuck's sake. All the, that money you just made if one Snyder's is if going one of the four people who listen to this podcast is a uh, top representative at KFC, I would like to say you it should be ashamed be of yourself. Maybe the long is going to turn you in. Yeah. She's she's coming for me, but you guys should be ashamed of yourself for putting two pieces of chicken together and calling that a sandwich. Um. You, they did. They, oh, you should also be ashamed of yourself for fastening a uh, chicken breast in betwixt uh, two glazed donuts and selling that to people. So, I don't see the problem with that. I, uh, this was all predicted by the boondocks. If you've ever seen that episode uh, called The Luther, where grandpa makes a hamburger that is bacon, cheese, it's a quarter pound uh, of meat with uh, bacon, cheese in between um, two glazed donuts and sold to the masses. And it uh, details what black people know as the itis. 
Um, it happens, and KFC did it. Um, did you know that the secret mess- recipe for KFC was made by um, Colonel Sanders in 1930 uh, at his Kentucky home? Yes, I actually just listened to the Dollop podcast on Colonel Sanders. Right. Shout out to the Dollop. Oh, the Dollop. I love you guys. Guys. I, I do. You. I... Um, <laughs> don't I have this no 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 I have I have this like really cool list of like secrets like uh like area 51 which I guess is like no longer much of a secret um but what like I I actually don't care what's in area 51 I literally I give not a hot nut fuck about it I'm because scared of, I'm scared of aliens I am too and I am I I I, I'm not one of those people who believe that they're living amongst us in secret somehow, but I, I don't want to know that they are. are we, were we supposed to pretend like um, things like coneheads and alienation can't happen? Because they can. Um, but nobody remembers alienation. And I I just mentioned the coneheads as if anybody's ever seen that movie. I saw it. I've seen it multiple times. It's one of my favorite. I've uh, seen it in the theater. I might have as well. I might have seen it at a drive-thru, actually. I mean, a drive-in, actually. Um, actually, I did see it at a drive-thru. I saw it at the last drive-in that existed in Atlanta. And it is probably one of my favorite Saturday Night Live uh, adaptation movies. Yeah, it's probably one of the most successful ones. Yeah. It, Not successful, like... Uh, no, no, no. Like, money. No, no, no. no. It's Successful stuck- as in, like... Ma- I don't know if we watched it today. Maybe it would they got two people. Well, well, no, no, it's no, it's 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 terrible. But it's it was I think one of the only SNL adaptations that was made after the two main characters were no longer on the show. So Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd were no longer on the show. Um, and Dan Aykroyd had already gotten fat and didn't look anything like he used to look when he was on the show. Um, and uh, and then Chris Farley was in it and David Spade, I believe. Yes. All of them. Chris Farley really, really wanted to date the daughter with the, I remember. You know, it's a good, it's a great movie. I, I don't know what everybody's problem. R.I.P. Chris Farley or not. Um, Shooting star. <laughs> so, oh, here's a. D- talking about more. Tra- what, 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 what took you to trade secrets as a more, or is this just like we're going from least interesting to most interesting? Yeah, we're just going to want to go from least interesting to most okay. interesting because I don't give a fuck about I started reading things about trade secrets like a week ago and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And also to give me like, you know, liked, uh, light content to then expound upon. And then I started talking about kfc's secret recipe and i'm like yeah i feel like talking about trade secrets i i would have to reveal too much of no 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 that's capitalism. that's well that's that's true but i but i i also I, trade secrets are no longer really trade secrets as companies attempt to become a little bit more um transparent about the things that they're shoveling to our children um yeah, so there's a little bit of consumer demand but i don't know there's there's a lot of things that uh the people still don't have to disclose hilariously the one of the things on this list was uh this the biggest secret that um had been kept was uh heaven and hell and whether or not it exists and i contend that i still do not care um yeah uh but famous people are messy did you know that uh did you know know did you know that arnold schwarzenegger had uh a secret love child who looks exactly like him yes also um, was um, 
definitely, definitely uh, had a baby with a maid, which you cannot do to a. Mural. I mean, you can't do that to a to a Kennedy. I feel bad for that. Unless you're a Kennedy. That maid's kid is going to have old dad syndrome. That maid's kid is 19 years old and in college. He does not care. Yeah, that child. No, this is. <laughs> is it that long ago? Yeah, like, like 19, or, 19 or 20. Like, he's a grown person. That This is a grown person. So he's, already, he's definitely showing signs of old dad stuff. He's almost really 70. Mean. So, I mean, I would say so. No, 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 but I'm saying like the. the the kid you definitely in the late teens oh yeah like schizophrenia the old dad stuff starts like your 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 destroyed sperm starts starts uh starts showing in terms of your child's inability to adapt to being a human this is true did you the old dads out there old dads i love I, i i love an old dad not I love the dads themselves. I, I, somebody sent me a text message that said a dad is a um, dad is a person who's your father. A daddy is a is a person you choose, and it was mm. definitely inappropriate. Yeah, that's a little creepy. It was real gross. Um, the uh, Jack, did you know that Jack Nicholson uh, was raised by his grandmother? Yes. Did you know that that was like a thing when they were talking about? Um, he thought his mother was his sister. He thought his sister was, yeah, he thought his mother was his sister yeah. and his mother was his mother, but his mother is actually his grandmother and his sister is his mother. Yes. And he did not find that out until a reporter brought that up to him yeah. during a Time Magazine interview. About Chinatown. Right? right. And then, but at that point, both his mother and his grandmother had died. So he so couldn't yeah, ask no who his dad was. On, but the women of everywhere. You got it. Um, Linda Fiorentino uh, took, uh, a lot of the brunt of that. Everyone, I wonder if Roman Polanski knew that and just didn't tell him. Yeah, like, I bet Roman Polanski. Well, somebody, maybe Roman. He doesn't seem like the knowingest dude, Roman Polanski, or at least he like plays that. If you are, if you were, I, I mean, I would play dumb if I was going to go to jail. Uh, if I was going to go to jail. And um, I, 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 if I were Roman Polanski, I think if it were me, I'd be like, you know what? That was a terrible situation. I probably I deserve I to go recall. to jail uh, for this um, or serve some sort of time. I didn't know the girl wasn't 18. I don't believe that he did. Like it's the 70s. Literally everyone was 18. Yeah. I don't know. if. Here's the thing. I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying the 70s was a glorious time when everyone was beautiful and yeah. everyone looked over 18. <laughs> <laughs> everyone had amazing hair. Everybody had great hair. I'm not sure what the protein was like back then, but I, everybody's you know, hair was I've, fucking great. I've thought about that because it's like we definitely didn't have the hair product technology. Because people are literally ironing their hair. Right. Uh, but everybody is so shiny. Everybody's hair is very... Everybody's hair is very quaffed and it's like my own hair has reached um a status of mullet like sensation that i enjoy and there's a lot definitely a lot of product in it i don't think i wouldn't say mullet it's getting there it's getting to the to the dread mullet and i'm okay with that that's kind of what i was it's not i haven't had a bad hair day in a while 
That's what I'm saying. You haven't had a bad hair day in years. In years. It, it, I mean, uh, here's a secret, guys. My uh, hair is um, a veritable uh, nest of uh, nappy, uh, just hard to comb and hard to like get through thicket of we call that 4c right um and sometimes it's 4c look at me it's 4c my mom thinks that i have an issue with porosity in my hair i don't think so you think so or you don't i don't think so um but what are you supposed to do about that uh rice water um apple cider vinegar and no don't do any of that something else i don't know man it's too acidic it's probably probably not apple cider vinegar. It's probably something else. My mom uses apple cider vinegar for everything. Yeah. Um, but probably not that. I think it's rice water. I think it's literally rice water and egg whites or egg yolks, something. One of the two. I don't know. I don't know. You have to ask her. I don't want to talk to your mom about, about <laughs> that stuff anymore just because... I don't, I don't think either of us are... In, I don't know. Well, like, uh, like it's... it's uh, when you... I, some of it, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try that. Supposed to close the cuticle, but like, I, I, I never had much. I the way that I look at it is that she, I, I can apply a lot of this stuff, but some of it, 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 it might not be apple cider vinegar, but it's some sort of vinegar because I remember. No, it's probably apple apple cider vinegar. She, she was, you know, spraying spraying it on Edgar's hair, and it's actually worked for him. Um, and he's actually regrowing some hair from by by doing it, but, um. She sprays stuff on his head, and then he puts, like, a bag on his head for, like, 30 minutes, and then takes it off and then washes it out. It's like a treatment. He takes it off and washes it out, but his head smells like salad dressing, so it has to have... It's definitely apple cider vinegar. That's, like, the... That's a big ingredient in in DIY stuff. It's it's, it's been helping his hair. Just condition the fuck out of your hair. I'm not going to do that. My my hair is fine with just washing it. Especially because I have dreadlocks, I can't yeah. wash it every day. I wash no. all my dreads out, but and, and especially because I I just started to retwist it. I don't know, two months ago. So I'm trying to wait until they like fully lock, and then I'll just go in with all the washing and treatments and stuff. Yeah. But now I just like kind of like rinse off my scalp so it doesn't itch. Yeah. You know, then I retwist Pretty it. Right. Yeah, just keep keep the, and that's probably one of the things that's that's helpful about apple cider vinegar. Is that it is a- kind of an antibacterial, like antifungal. So yeah. if you have scalp issues, it's definitely going to help with whatever those issues are. Are I also don't want to spray this anything in my hair because I have longer hair, and then I don't want to not have fully rice, like wash out the rice water or whatever, and fully smell like salad dressing all well, day long. Well, rice water doesn't smell like anything. No, but I mean just like the mixture of stuff because there's quite a few things in this not quite a few yeah. there's like three or four things in your it. your mom likes to do like a kitchen sink approach to that like you don't have to do that it doesn't vinegar. no no no. it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't not you can do tea tree that's ha- that's gonna I, have yeah like you can dilute some tea tree in the rice water and that'll probably be like a fresher yeah smell my mom does a lot of like at home remedies and things like that and they don't and not do work and she knows me and she knows me and she knows i hate like medicine and pharmaceuticals so i think she does a lot of it so that she can pass it on to me god bless her but she's, she's also I, I think that my mom doesn't 
she hasn't grasped onto the fact that she's like a grandma and she's like now that mom that calls people and goes oh my god have you tried this <laughs> she's that mom and i appreciate that I'm because also like that mom. She, i've been doing that for a long time to you yeah so you've been getting at it getting yeah it from I, all sides. I i i sometimes i'm like well mom i don't think that's I don't, I don't think, think you can. A thing. I don't think that's a thing. And she's like, sure it is. God bless her. Yes. My friend does it. My friend, so and so at church does it. All right. Um, do you need some rice flour? I can do. No, no, no. About right, rice water that, that bugs me is you have to make rice. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it just so happens that, like, they make a lot of rice, so they always have rice water. Ah, see, I use a and rice cooker and you don't end up with rice water. You of that. do end up with rice water. You know that little thing that collects the rice water on the side of your, on the side of your. That's tiny though. You don't need that much of it. You pour it into a tiny uh, bottle and then you put other stuff in it. Mm. And then you spray it. So mm. it's y- you know what I mean. It's uh, you don't need a lot of rice this water. This is not for the it. article I read about rice water. Mm. I mean, it. I, I I don't know that that's so. Mu- I, I I don't know that that's how they get their rice water. That I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying if you have a rice cooker. It collects the water on the side of the thing. I, d- I think that here's the thing. That might just don't starch. Do, don't, don't, don't get your rice water. Look, uh, look this up, guys. Uh, look this up and start spraying rice water on your hair. Secrets. So it's just it's gluten, guys. <laughs> it's just gluten. It's all, if you're gluten free, I don't know what you're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, that's hashtag gluten. There's gluten in it. Yeah, I warning. I totally take on. I think I'll try it once or twice. Having psoriasis, like everybody has some sort of something that works for your psoriasis, and I've just gotten to the point now where I'll I'll, I, I'll I'll try it. I know it won't work, but I'll try it. It sounds interesting, whatever. And then none of it ever works. Um, but some of it is like like uh, some of the things that people suggest are like pretty de- decent soaps or pretty decent yeah. moisturizers and that sort of thing. But when people go i know something that'll work for that what I they mean the, is i, I know a bug something spray that really worked yeah the bug spray worked awesome i'm pretty good at i'm i'm kind of i'm pretty good the at bug spray my, was actually awesome my apothecary beca- skills are pretty amazing yeah do you know that spray this bug sad that you made i just took to like spraying that on myself as a bug was always yeah because <laughs> you can't i i made a i made a uh an oil that's basically like a moisturizer for laura because she was so so sensitive to yeah. mosquito bites and i'm like just put this on your ankles and your wrists and your neck and it will keep it'll keep things away from you and it's an oil so it's not like a candle or a, it'll it'll stay right. on for a long time i did my best not to slather that stuff on but it smelled really good and <laughs> um it kept the it kept bugs away when i tell you it kept bugs away for oh, i think almost a year yeah it really did and um yeah, it it was amazing. I don't think I will ever yeah, go back to buying bug repellent. No, again. it's really easy. It's, it's it's you can get citronella. I, unfortunately, I'm like super allergic to citronella oil, so like mosquitoes are like a. They're like, yeah, there's a party yeah. over well, there. Well, I don't get. I don't have that big of a problem. I don't go outside for mosquitoes, but uh, but yeah, the citronella gives me a huge migraine. But I made I made that oil. Um, but like peppermint upsets mice. Cedar upsets cockroaches. Uh, apparently, citrus like lemon and stuff upsets cats. Wow. Um, so there's there's a chemical receptors <laughs> and oh and we ants, use lemon ants and hate cinnamon. Really? I had a whole I had an apocalypse once where they were coming out of there was a 
a place in my baseboard in my closet where they were just pouring in and out of. So I started, I got, it, it got a little creepy because it was something, because uh, I like had a nervous breakdown when I saw just the sheer, I, I just realized how many ants are in your clothes were in my house. Oh. Like, because it, it had, it was something we didn't notice until it was like a full on emergency. I would have been more freaked out by there being ants possibly in my clothes. Yeah, because that's how I saw it. I was like, picked up some laundry and it was covered in ants and I was like, what and then i looked on the bottom on, on the floor of my closet and i was like what uh, was, like seriously i was just like what what well, i couldn't say anything else for like 15 minutes and um so cinnamon i started the first thing i did was block off where they were coming in and out of yeah uh with cinnamon and they like the the ants that were inside the closet would not go near the hole they couldn't get back to where they were right so um so yeah, I would uh, I I put in ant traps, uh, the ones that are like in sugar water, and then I blocked off the places, and I also blocked the threshold of the closet so they wouldn't travel out of the closet. And it it works like a it's crazy. If you listen, I'm not advocating the ill treatment of animals that don't deserve it, even as small and annoying as ants. But when you've got ants pouring into like you got to let them know right. that your closet is not where they want to be it's like this <laughs> i i so. am all for the preservation of you know animal environments and all that sort of thing well, that's what I like, but get out of my house dude yeah. like get the well, fuck out of my nice house thing is you can you can put cinnamon and stuff in on the thresholds and near and on your baseboards so that they are deterred from it yeah so that way you just have to maintain the inside of your home and then you kind of limit the carnage. Yeah. Because so I, I, I do. I get really guilty even. even. Uh, also, guys, uh, Windex kills cockroaches. So I have plenty of that around my house. Just keep your Windex near. I, I apparently had a coworker at a, a, at a disaster because he was trying to uh, spray bleach at them. And I was like, girl, all you needed was Windex. <sighs> and he like ruined a bunch of clothes. Cause he yeah. Was, it's like, like you're... you're Spraying it all over his bathroom, and I'm like, "Girl, just Windex." If you were going to spray Windex everywhere, why wouldn't you make sure that there was a clear path between yeah. you and the thing that you were trying to kill? Yeah, Windex. Windex breaks down the exoskeleton of of ins- uh, the carapace, as it were. So it doesn't kill them immediately like a raid would, but it it slows them down so you can smush them. And does that work on wasps, or is there a remedy for wasps? I'm still. Uh, here's the thing. I don't mess around with wasps. I just yeah, get the well full on. I get the full on super poison for wasps. You know oh, how I feel okay. about wasps. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. But um, I, for for instance, uh, we have wasps that are next to our. We have these stairs that don't go anywhere. Um, they're literally stairs that lead into a wall on the side of our house, and that's where we uh, go to recreate. And there are you two wasp nests yeah, on the wall them. next to them, and there's down. one in the carport, and there's one on the front porch. So we're surrounded by these fucking. Yeah, you gotta you gotta knock them down. You gotta set them on fire. You remember we yeah. had wasp issues. When I, we lived yeah, together. I know that. The, the issue with it is is that um, like the roommate doesn't want to spray any poison and then track said poison into the house because of the cats. Okay. So I was trying to find something that was not necessarily raid or black flag to kill them. However, I'll, I'll I'm also 
but on I, the verge of not giving a fuck because it's about to get cold and I won't have to deal with them. Yeah, here's the thing is uh, we had animals and we had to raid the fuck out of our front porch most of the time where we spent a lot of time. Yeah. So, you know, and so I would say I would say I will look into that for you. But my my uh, advice would be you knock it, y- you spray it. You knock it down. You have to make sure it doesn't remain because a lot of people will spray things and then leave it. Yeah. Because they'll come back to it. Yeah, uh, especially and then, wasps. And then you know, just hose down, hose, uh, hose down the area with the hose or whatever. True. Uh, and just be be mindful of set up some cones or something and just stay away from that place for a little while. It will, it it does go away like. Yeah. It seeps into the groundwater wherever it belongs. The mailman sprayed one of our wasp nests, and that was a whole thing um, because of the whole, like, you know, attracting poison into the house, to oh, which geez. I to which I responded, we never go out there, and that's where the mailbox is. Yeah. We don't ever get the mail. So we're not going to track anything into the house, first of all. Second of all, that mailman is sick of us. <laughs> we do not get this mail ever. Oh. So, <laughs> like, it's probably actually causing the wasps to come around more. Yeah. Yeah, because they like paper. Yeah. So uh, they, 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 uh, so I, I understand. And we went a good six months without wasps. Um, but then now they're back. And they're really, like these really small yeah, you, translucent you wasps. So they're even, oh like, the worst. Yeah. I don't, I, I also, like, don't. Don't criticize someone for making their job safer. Yeah. Yeah. Like they like were. That's don't don't do that. Just leave it. Just leave it alone. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, and the animals are fine. Yeah. To regardless. Your, but a- your animals have consumed worse for sure. Yeah. Um, Especially. I don't know what cat food she's. But that's oh, there it is. It's it, cat food's fine. It's it's mostly the. I'm it's just saying like your cat is probably doing more damage to yeah. the animal than any it's, any shit. It's mostly some of the like random bugs and lizards that get into the house. But I mean, you know, cat's got a cat. Yeah. Um, They're murderers. Secrets. So. <laughs> 45 minutes. 46, 49 to no, be exact. Exactly two secrets. Yeah, Spoken. I know. All right. So. What else? Um, what, what other things can I segue into cats and home remedies? Uh, let's see if you can segue out of this. The Oscar winning beauty, uh, uh, Charlize Theron. Born and raised in South Africa. I knew that. When Theron was a teenager, her mother shot her Catholic father in self-defense, and Charlize witnessed it. That is a secret that I did not know. I'll say I didn't remember that. I might have known that at one point. Uh, That's a great... Uh, there's a lot of people that... I Like, you have, you know... Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Woody Harrelson, who has, like, a, a really fun extreme family history like a lot of people yeah. are like really upsetting the arquettes who all lived yeah. on a commune or something like that well there's there's the there's the ones who come from from communes and cults but there's just the ones whose whose parents just straight up murdered each other and oh stuff. yeah like, oh yeah there's some of the like, some people are super sad yeah that way it's, um it's it's kind of incredible uh seeing some of seeing uh, here's a secret I'm the biggest Woody Harrelson fan in the world. That is the secret to everyone but me. <laughs> um. <laughs> it took forever for my man friend to guess which of Woody Harrelson's movies were my favorite. Because he like, couldn't believe it. I can't believe it's not White Man Can't Jump. Because nope. it also that movie also uh, details 
Woody Harrelson's character's relationship with one Rosie Perez, who I'm not saying that's not my favorite Rosie Perez whose movie. Dream it was to go on Jeopardy. Yeah, like this is her dream in life, and she does. And Alex Trebek is in the movie. White Men Can't Jump is one of those um, really, really hidden gems that yeah. like people were kind of onto in the late '90s and then forgot about. And it's like, it's, it's a great. Uh, heist movie and <laughs> has nothing to do with its premise at all. Like, I think the premise is like they're trying to like rob a basketball game or cheat somebody in a basketball game or something like that. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. I literally don't remember. It doesn't matter. Rosie Perez's boobs are in it. And also, um, th- uh, Tyron Turner, who nobody. Tyron Turner is a um, actress who was in movies such as Boys in the Hood. Um, and also in White Man Can't Jump, she, in Boys in the Hood, she played uh, Ice Cube's mom. And uh, in White Man Can't Jump, she played uh, Wesley Snipes' wife. Uh, she and Ice Cube are the same age, <laughs> um, which is my favorite part about some movies where uh, older uh, or uh, actresses and actors play the, the the parents of someone who is... Especially like a, a woman. Yeah. There is a... You can't be... You, if you're not... 19 years old you are someone's mom yeah you you never saw a star i know this because uh i was the only person uh me and all the other black gays uh, on earth were the only people who watched star um but lala anthony uh was on star and she played evan ross's mom uh evan ross is diana ross's son and is the same age (laughs) as lala anthony (laughs) give or take five years or so like they're basically the same age uh, this made no sense in the long run because Evan uh, Evan Ross was this was not a flashback to when Evan Ross was a child. Evan Ross is a full grown adult who was uh, married to Ashley Simpson, and Lala Anthony played his mom on a television show, and it made no sense at all. It's very weird. In a very terrible Dominican accent, I might also add. And Lala Anthony is also not Dominican. <laughs> At least I don't think she is. She might be. Let me not. Yeah, you maybe maybe don't. Let me not confirm confirm people's talk. lineages out here. Like yeah, I don't talk out of turn on. There's a whole I'm phone gonna, here. I'm gonna, gonna definitely like a uh, whole place. You talk. I'm gonna Google Lala Anthony now. Are we gonna talk about secrets yet? Yeah, like the secret of whether so or not Lala select, Anthony is. We're talking about all kinds of secrets. All right. Like. Uh. No, I had a list of secrets. I said, "Hey, famous secrets, let's do this." Um, so we're just this. this so this for I, I like how at least part of every show a part of is me asking you what on earth we are doing. So uh, just just to clarify my role here, besides uh, b- besides uh, do what yourself advice and yeah, no, 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 I can make it. Is you're gonna ask me if I know if I knew about this secret, and this is the show. Well. It was it was to bring up certain secrets and then discuss, but now what's happening is that we're taking all of those secrets and going. You know what? Uh, these aren't as interesting as Eddie thought they were. Listen, it's hard. It's hard when you're doing research. I I, I didn't do that much research. But what I did was I'm like. You hear that? Yeah. That's a fun Miss Sonia thing. <laughs> this is this is my life. I like that the cat doesn't care that you're talking um, no. and has decided it's to. Yeah, he almost licked the microphone. That. I don't know what his mission is with 
What, no, I it, don't know if he's salt deficient. I, I feel like his his food might not be salty enough, so he needs to like try to lick my face. Has he been doing this since you changed his food? No, he's been doing this since since we got him. This is oh. this is something he does. Well, I think maybe he's. Just I think Tom let him do it, so like, so he just this is just what he does, and I'm like, don't let him do that, and now he does. So I well, don't have a beard to protect. That's what I was gonna say. Isn't is, I mean Tom? He's just gonna lick Tom's beard. Yeah, that's the thing. Is there's probably food there, so he's probably getting a little a little snack. And I'm not saying I don't have food all over my face and neck, but you I might don't have a beard to protect my skin from this. <laughs> again, again, this is the fun part of the podcast, oh which includes a very visual element. Um, my cat's licking my neck. It's disgusting. Yeah, it wasn't disgusting to me because it wasn't licking my neck, but it was funny. Oh, yeah. This is that's what happens when you're a cat man. So um, we talked very little about um, secrets, and I feel like that's okay because um, what it boils down to is anything that you are keeping under wraps it's probably under wraps because it's not very interesting. And, and it's still okay for you to keep that for yourself. It's okay for you to keep that for yourself. Unless, it, it, oh, well, I mean, unless it's, you know, has to do with the safety of a child. Then maybe, mm. I mean, the immediate safety of a child. And uh, most of the time. It depends. it depends on your view of children. I guess. that. I I, you know, I have an innate sense to protect children. If you have, that, whenever that should be your. They are in danger. I do feel like there is a little bit of um, falling down and skinning knees you have to do to grow up, and I don't believe in protecting children with impunity. Uh, but well, it's impossible. It's very hard. Yeah, but I mean, at, at the very least, please. Like, try, try if you know that your neighbor is, like, slapping their kid in the face for no fucking reason, uh, maybe call DCF. So, like, get involved. Just, don't keep those kinds just, of secrets. You know, just let somebody know. They, they Then it's then, then you've done something, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess uh, do your best to, to make judgments whether or not your secrets are uh, adversely affecting other people. Try to keep other people out of your shit. Right. That, just, so just, uh, that's, a, that's a good way to live uh, relatively... I think that's a, a good way to, because that's how I stay so dysfunctional. Right. And people still like me well, because I try not to make it, I try, first of all, I try to make it funny and that goes a long way. And the other is try not to get other people involved in the dysfunction itself. Like if you're just kind of, you know, if you choose that and that's how you want to be, then well, just let, it, let it be yours. And if it, uh, just keep asking yourself questions when it when and if it involves somebody else. Well, I my thing is this: if you want to live your life excellently, um, or deliciously, or deliciously, e- excellently or deliciously, just do whatever Beyonce does. And the reason why I'm okay with keeping secrets uh, is because Beyonce kept a whole album a fucking secret until she was like, "Here's a, here's the album here's I the made. Here's all of it, plus a video for every song." Yeah, it's a movie. I'm gonna do this twice. I'm not going to tell any of you about it. Right. No, none of you knew. And I go, you know, what's good for Beyonce is good for the rest of us because she's winning. And so uh, keep secrets when they make sense to keep them. 
and also when you can drop them on everybody and um, fully display um, what is known as BDE, and it's like my least favorite term that come out of 2000. I've never heard it. Big dick energy. Mm. Right, doesn't it sound stupid? Yeah, here's the it thing. It sounds like a let way for... About, let me tell you about that walking, that corpsey looking man. That's not big dick energy. That's good head energy. Oh, I... Because I, here's the thing. When you said corpsey looking man, I thought you were talking about Ryan Seacrest. No, but I was talking about the, the, the person I heard that about. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, that guy doesn't matter how big his dick is. It's what he's doing with his mouth that's getting him. That guy came up like with that. the term BDE, and, and 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 yeah, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna say it right now. Doesn't matter. Sure, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'll tell you that I, if we're gonna talk about somebody's looks and comparing them to the person that they're with. If it has anything to do with sex, it's about. Uh, it's oral about sex. it's about what that mouth do. Yeah. It's <laughs> You can't control that much about whether or not. Because here's the thing: it doesn't matter if it's big. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it's about how it's shaped and how you how the other person is shaped, and there's very little anybody can do with that. And it's a ma- it's a miracle, and it's a lot of the times why men and women end up uh, staying with someone who's incredibly bad for them uh, when when uh, they when they don't have to is you fit better together. But a mouth. That I gives you confidence. Confidence. I, I want. I just want the term to stop. It doesn't make sense. It's like yeah. there's um, plenty of guys out there who have big dick energy who do not. Well, yeah, that's the th- that's the problem. Is it's an energy and and they I used to just call that being a dick. Yeah, they used the to just is, call I was about that. To say, like it's it's the the greatest thing about it is that energy is generally you're proud of something that is meaningless. Yeah. Or not valuable in and of itself, uh, or not something earned or learned. Uh, but I will say, let's say secrets are a tool that you can use, such as learning a skill like karaoke, learning how to do and a song. And then bust that shit out when nobody's li- th- expecting that's it. That's really that's what we're really going to take away from this show without going into two hours is is use your secrets secrets wisely. Like don't use it for evil. Use it to make everyone think you're a goddamn superhero. And, and if you use life. it for evil, make sure that people think you're a goddamn superhero. I mean, be... Yeah, be good. Be good at it. Be Whatever you're doing, be good at be it. Be good at it. Because someone had a secret one day, and then that secret became Abercrombie and Fitch, which is still evil to this day. Yeah, it really I, is, it can't. I, I, they, they have a new CEO and they've rebranded and they got, you know, one plus size model and one brown model to which I replied on Twitter. Your stores still give me a migraine. One brown model and one plus size model does not diversity make. Yeah, that's, and it I, also that's so like 1990s fucking mentality. Right. And like it also token. doesn't negate that you guys are marketing a product to white affluency and white adjacentness. Like yeah. that's exactly where th- where you're trying to play here. Yeah, there's a, it's a it's a it's a white glorification. Right. It's like none of your yeah, f- like, okay, none of none of your jeans and shirts fit the bodies. Yeah. Well, that and, and Tommy Hilfiger um, already did it for a number of years. Right. 
lots of fashion brands have done it for a number of years. So in 2017 or 18 or whenever the new CEO took over, it's far too late. Here's another secret. People of color and plus-size people exist in the world, and, and we always have. And they're on to you. And we're on to you, bro. Like they're just like this this about face you think you're taking. People are, they're not they're not gonna be like finally, I can shop at a at store that has alienated me for, for my entire thirties of years. Yeah. For like like l- almost tens of thirty years. almost thirty years, they have uh, uh, systematically excluded people of color and plus size people. And when every and, and somehow hid in the shadows, like ev- while everybody was dub- like dumping on Dove Ch- uh, Dev Cherney, who's a piece of shit, but everybody was focused on how terrible American Apparel's business practices were, and completely ignoring the fact that Abercrombie and Fitch and Hollister were systematically discriminating against people of color by having them work in the back of their stores right. and not in their showrooms, uh, just like um, slave owners did black people in those days where they had to work in the kitchen. Yep. And separate If they were darker skinned in separate houses. So I, and, and on top of, you know, Systematically over the years, marketing towards you know. Uh, also, it's not a good mark. I mean, the, the it's market's not a good marketing campaign, campaign. Like honestly, it's it's. Do you really? There's a lot of competition for that fucking market. <laughs> like, right. Why wouldn't Which you is, go for something new it, and interesting and maybe capture? It's why Abercrombie. It's why Abercrombie and Hollister started to lose to brands like tw- like Forever Twenty One, which garbage and um. Fashion Nova and stuff like that because they were actually making clothes that were more, uh, you know, my that that were gearing towards people of different body sizes and stuff like that. Clothes that people can wear. Yeah. In sizes. Yeah. Just sizes. I I want to be able to pull my jeans over my butt, um, and then you know fasten them as opposed to pulling them up to my nipples because your pants are made for people with no butts. And with uh, like seventy-seven inch legs, and really rich parents, like Jesus Christ, you guys are charging a hundred dollars for jeans with holes in them already. Yeah. And I know that this is not a new argument about distressed jeans. Yeah, we are certainly old. But we're Jesus so, Christ, our old is showing, dude. Yeah, my old is super showing. You know what's you know what's free? Distressing your own jeans. Yeah, you can go get a ten-dollar pair of jeans you have from a Ross. Computer in your pocket. Yeah, there's lots of. Wiki house. It's it's a lot of work, but go get a pair of jeans for fifteen Here's bucks from Ross and then a nail file and Here's then distress you, your jeans. You don't even need a nail file. Just stop using your car because you always had very artfully distressed jeans. That's true. I, Just that's stop true. fucking living such a comfortable life, and your jeans will distress very quickly. Yeah, because I, th- that's what they're made for. Anyway, fall down. Anyway, on that note, this has been a great episode. When we come back, I'm really I'm sorry, guys. Again, don't I be sorry. Don't be apologize sorry. Apologize one more time. Don't be sorry. When we come back, I'm I'm going to get into some Yahoo's answers, questions, answers. This show is legit going to be two hours long. So Wait, I hope are you guys ga- are ready. Do I get to stay for Yahoo? Do you want to stay for Yahoo? Because I, I was just going to do that shit when I got home. Okay, um, <laughs> I'll make a decision and. Listen, it's a if, if it's a secret. Yahoo's answers, <laughs> questions, answers, questions, answers comes back and Anna Banana is not here. That was the decision that we made. And fuck all of you, you guys still just have to wait and find out. You have to wait and find out. Tune in. 
It's a secret. Immediately following this. It's a, it's definitely a secret. I'm not going to say goodbye because then you then you will know. This is the third time you've been on my podcast. And what what episode is this? This is the fiftieth episode. This is a really buddy. this is a really momentous occasion because I don't actually fifty over three years. That means that. <laughs> and I, you know what? This podcast was a secret for the it, first year of it. It was you didn't fucking tell me about it. For the first year, it was for like the first nine months. So yes, I could have someone could have gestated a child in the time that it took me to tell you about the podcast. It, hurts, it still hurts my feelings. Don't be hurt. It was the first uh, 20 episodes are very embarrassing. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, well, uh, you Stop you, telling me how You you could be if you caught up with the podcast. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh at the very least the episodes that you <laughs> I can't Listen, guys. I'm trying. Is it wrong to refuse sex with your wife? We'll get into that later. Uh, Yahoo's questions and answers questions are next. So that was me and Anna Banana. Yes, our uh, fandom for Candy DeLong um, is deep, runs deep. It probably shouldn't, but it does. Um, this is Yahoo's answers, questions, answers. Uh, by the way, um, y- you guys are... Um, doing a little bit better this week i mean still a little bit messy uh but you guys are doing better none of these are that fucked up is what i'm trying to say and i'm going to try to mix it up a little bit this week because y'all's relationship questions bug me out sometimes and and sometimes i want to um talk about gaming and shit so (laughs) but before that we're going to talk about your um Really, um, really depressing uh, relationship shit. Um, so the first question is, should I break up with my boyfriend if I have a suspicion that he has uh, yellow fever and would prefer an Asian woman? He's American of Irish descent, and he's 29. All of his girlfriends before me have been Japanese-American and extremely high-maintenance. <sighs> The way he describes his relationships made it seem like they were escorts. He bought his ex a $3,000 purse after dating uh, for a couple of months and took her on an international vacation, etc. She also demanded that he celebrate her birthday um, for a month, a daily gift for a whole month, and he did absolutely everything she said, no exceptions. One time, he didn't do what she asked, and she smashed his computer with a hammer, and he still stayed with her for a year after that. He even paid her rent. It took her literally staying out until 2 a.m. one morning, cheating on him for him to finally break up with her. I'm an attractive Caucasian male, also uh, female, sorry, also Irish, and he pays for nothing for me. He makes us split everything 50-50, and he's never once treated me to dinner. It's always been split, and we've been dating for four months. I can't help but think that he has an Asian fetish, considering the money that he spent on these women, but the shit he put up with to stay with and the shit he put up with to stay with them. They weren't even good looking. Eyelash extensions, fake nails, tattooed eyebrows, heavy makeup, etc. His treatment of his Asian girlfriend versus me is like night and day. Update. I'm not a racist. We see people through the lens of our own... Okay, bitch, let me get to your update in a second. Um, You are racist, by the way. Um, Here's the deal. Um, your boyfriend's not treating his Asian girlfriends any differently. I don't think because they're Asians, he's treating his Asian girlfriends differently or treated his Asian girlfriends differently. 
because uh, he was probably real stupid and reckless and young. And you don't sound like you're that. You don't sound like he's 29. All right. I assume you're around the same age. There is about a decade's worth of stupid shit that you do when you're in your 20s, including um, continuing to stay with girls who smash your shit and paying for everything because pussy. And um, also, like, you know, buying a girl a gift today for her birthday month. Like, that's just stupid shit you do. When you have uh, not enough years behind you and way too much money in your bank account. So, why isn't he giving you the same treatment? Well, because um, you should actually, actually be grateful that he's not doing all those things. Um, because it sounds like his life was fucking miserable before you met him. And he figured out a way to learn a lesson. And he's treating you like a human being and not a doll. So I think maybe you should count your blessings here and how um, he's not necessarily uh, doing those things for you. Let's address that first. This doesn't have anything to do with the girls being Asian. As f- it just has more to do with age and maturity and learning lessons and not repeating the same mistakes in relationships. Now, also, this is where you're wrong because this letter makes it sound like you would like to be a gold digger. You would like for him to do these things for you as well, um, but he's not, and now you're blaming it on the Asian-ness of the other girls, and I guess now they're ugly because of the makeup and all this other stuff, and that doesn't have anything to do with them. Um, It has more to do with the type of girl that you're... um, boyfriend likes if you're not that girl then you're probably better off like it's not always just the type of girl who will smash your computer it's what you did to the type of girl who will smash your computer so maybe um just look at whether or not look at your boyfriend's definition of irrational and make sure that he didn't do something to piss that bitch off like don't put everything on on him. He was also in a relationship with her. So by virtue of the fact that he was with her, that's his fault. But it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that the girl's Asian. Like, you you might turn out to be a bitch later. You know what I'm saying? You're not Asian. You're already racist. So who knows? So um, the important thing here is that you never ever address you bring up the fact that she's Asian, that she's Asian as a negative. That's what makes the comment racist. Maybe I shouldn't say that you're a racist, but your comment was racist. No, I'm sorry. I'm done absolving racist. If you make a racist comment, then you're a racist. So if you don't want to be called a racist, don't say racist things. This doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you're pissed that your boyfriend won't treat you like a gold digger. Um, that's sad. She goes on to say, I'm not a racist. We see people through the lens of our own perceptions. The fact that you think that and that you're so quick to judge me means that you are more likely racist against whites. Jesus Christ. Racist is an Asian woman seeking out a white man under the pretense that he will spend thousands of dollars uh, for the novelty of dating her because she seems because uh, she sees him as less than her. Please educate yourself and stop making blanket statements, assuming everyone who has an issue with someone of another race voted for Trump. 
Okay. I won't say you voted for Trump, but you probably did. Also, this, this statement still makes you a racist. And also, the clarification of the statement further details <laughs> that you are racist, so I'm not on your side here. I hope your boyfriend breaks up with you and goes back to Asian women, um, honestly. I'm going to keep it all the way real. It does not have anything to do with the fact that these women are Asian, you dumb bitch. Like, there are plenty of women out here on Instagram with eyelash extensions and fake nails and tons of makeup, and they are not Asian. And I'm willing to bet that if your boyfriend ever cheated on you, would be with one of these bitches out here, and they didn't have to be Asian, motherfucker. They just have to look like they stepped off their motherfucking Instagram profile. That had nothing to do with that bitch being Asian. Don't be a motherfucking dumbass. Seriously. The bitch is a gold digger. It could have been... A bitch of any race. Get the fuck over it. And maybe if you put some uh, time and effort into your look and put some motherfucking eyelash extensions in and put a piece in your goddamn wig, maybe this bitch want to come around here and stick a dick in your mouth every once in a while. Bitch, shut the fuck up, racist hoe. Fuck you. Next question. My Christian wife often, often goes prowless outside her house. Is this acceptable? Mind your business. Mind your business. You don't have boobs. Therefore, you've never had to wear a bra. Therefore, you don't know how comfortable and uncomfortable those things are. And I have friends who, um, you know, they have to run from very important things that they're doing at the time to go fix an underwire or a strap or something. Um, mind your business. Leave that woman alone. <laughs> Is she a, yes. Um it's acceptable for your wife to wear bras outside the house. Now, I think you go on to say, like, sometimes it's a, the shirts are a little see-through or whatever the case is. If she's around the house or in the backyard, that's fine. But if she leaves the house in a see-through shirt, maybe put her onto game. Because as braless as most people I know want to go out being, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that they want their nipples to be showing. So, you know, maybe uh, get her a new pack of T-shirts or something, you know, or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, uh, mind your business. Other than that, mind your business. Next question. Is it wrong to not want to date chubby or fat people? Um, hmm. I think it's... Uh, as a person who has dated uh, multiple uh, uh, gentleman of size in my life. Yeah. I think it's wrong to um, discount a person as a partner um, because of their size. Um, and that is if you're looking for a partner. Um, I think it's wrong to discount bigger people in a sexual way because of their size. Because, whew, you want to have your head rocked, um, and I won't get into that. Anyway, but, yeah, I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong to not want to date a person because of their size. Now, you can not seek out a person. Uh, that You know what I mean? Like, you could, but if somebody who is um, a bigger person asks you on a, out on a date, say yes. Jesus, just fucking date. <laughs> you know, if it turns into anything outside of that, a friendship, relationship, or whatever the case may be, um, then at least you got to, you know, know a, a new person. But yeah, no, I don't think it's wrong to date a person. I think it's wrong to not date people because of their size, not um, the other way around. You should date people because of their size. I don't know why it took me so long to think of that answer, but um, 
because they're <sighs> listen. There is this uh, uh, prejudice versus preference uh, debate that happens, and and there. Uh, I I it, you. It, if you wouldn't be friends with or talk to a person because of the color of their skin, then, then uh, that makes you a racist. So in other areas of your life, if you wouldn't hire a person because of the color of their skin, or if you would fire a person because of the color of their skin, if you would hire or fire a person because of their size, if you would not be friends with someone because of their size, all those things project prejudice. So if you wouldn't date someone because of their skin color or size or ethnicity or whatever, it makes you a nist. Makes you a sizist or racist. So um, preference is like, I prefer he not smell like body odor or I prefer he not drive a Honda or I prefer that he pay for dinner. Those are preferences, but you can't have a preference in people. That 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 is that is that's bigoted stance. You can have a preference in the type of person. Like I don't want to hang out with someone who is an alpha or an overly aggressive person or a crackhead or a uh I don't want to hang out with the type of person who would be a Republican or vote for Trump. But those are types of people. Those are personality traits, and those are not things that that person cannot uh, work on, change, or otherwise edit about themselves. To not date or consider dating a person because of size or skin color and that sort of thing, that makes you sizes, uh, racist, ableist, ageist, sexist, whatever. That's what that is. So um, glad I cleared that up for you assholes out there who uh, are continuing to put no fads, no fems, no blacks, no Asians in your fucking grinder profiles, you fucking bitch. Um, and also, if you're not listening to this, um, then you're not. But if you are listening to this, please stop doing that shit. Like, if people of color or people of size hit you up in your online dating profiles, please just respond. Just respond. Because maybe you meet a new friend, and maybe you don't. Um, but in the occasion, on the occasion that you do, it's because you were uh, warm and open enough uh, to, uh, you know, accept a hello from a stranger. And sometimes you got to do that in life. So, um, you know, date bigger people, man. They're out here and they're sexy as fuck. Oh, here's a doozy. Um, my son wants to visit his father in prison. Should I let him? My son is 10 and his father went to prison three years ago. He has always had contact through letters and phone calls, but about six months ago, he asked me to see his dad in prison. His dad won't be out for another four years. I told him that it wasn't a good time. He asked again last week and got the same response. Now, he's mentioned it to my mother. My mother thinks it, should be, it might be time um, before he shows resentment. I don't think a prison is a place for children. Now, you uh, need to take that boy to see his daddy. Honestly, because there are dads who are not locked up <laughs> and who have a choice, who don't see their kids. Um, so you need to make sure that the 
relationship and the bond that is between your son and his father remains and that that level of respect that the son has and reference that the son has for their father remains intact and that is that can that that is done through um maintaining the relationship and remaining maintaining that bond and that bridge between father and son and it's up to you because he's 10 so i know he ain't getting on no city bus and going out to wherever the prison is or you know taking a greyhound or whatever the hell to take go out to where the prison is to see his daddy so you have to take him and it's not fair for you to um to keep him away from his son and to keep his son away from his father um this isn't either one of your decisions, by the way. This is his decision. This isn't your decision. This is your son's decision. If your son needs his father, then you need to take him to see his father. He's 10 years old. His dad's been in jail for three years of his life now. I'm sure he knows. And if he doesn't know, I'm sure you'll figure out how to explain it. But you need to take him to see his father. Seriously. Um, and again, you're, you're lucky because, you know, he's quite literally a captive audience. So <laughs> he can't go anywhere. He can't tell you he's going to show up and then not because where is he going to be? He ain't going nowhere. So, I mean, I guess he can't do that, but it's probably not going to happen. People be so hype as fuck to see their family when they lock down. So, you know what I mean? Just go take that child to see his daddy. Gaming question. Yay. Uh, is Nintendo dying? In my opinion, and this is only my opinion, and I'm going to tell you guys this. Um, I've been in uh, gaming since I was a child, a child, child, and in the golden age, the golden age of gaming and the uh, golden age of arcades and all that stuff. So I like, I love gaming. However, I am no one's gamer. So, <laughs> but this is my honest opinion. No, Nintendo's not dying. Nintendo is an over two hundred year old company that um, started with you know, playing cards and that sort of thing. They'll just go back to that. If they get out of the fucking console uh, game, they'll go back to the thing that made them successful. Then they'll come back around with a new console or something. Uh, but no, I don't think they're going to go out like Sega or anything like that. Nintendo's fine. Nobody talks about them because you just, you, you don't have to mention Nintendo in many conversations where it comes to the gaming industry as far as I'm concerned because they are such a staple and they've been around so long. As far as the companies making consoles today, Nintendo has been making consoles the longest. So you just kind of always assume that there's a Nintendo console or a Nintendo game of some sort, whether it be handheld, whether it be, you know, a, um, a TV console. Um, it, 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 it they're always in the conversation somewhere, but like the reason why we're having the you know the uh, Xbox and PlayStation um, conversations right now is because we're moving on to the next generation of consoles by next year. So, um, a that means I will be getting myself a PS4 for much cheaper uh, because you know they'll still have PS the, the PS4 still have a life cycle for the next three or four years until the price of the Xbox uh, Five comes down. So um, you know. Time to time to get rid of the PS3, I guess. I love that thing, but it's got to go. Do you still play your PSP in 2019? No, I don't even still have mine. If I still had it, though, I would. Um, I'm thinking of getting a PS Vita just because old school gaming, I guess. It's now, old, now it's old school gaming, and I have a PS3, and they're compatible, and why not? So fuck it. I need to get that. Um, I'm going to get it because I want to. Now I can get one for pretty cheap. By the way, if you live in Central Florida... 
specifically like Winter Park and I think maybe Deltona. I can't I, I can't remember. There's a, um, a video game store. It's called Cybertron. Uh, I'm shouting them out because I think they're awesome. They're in Winter Park. Look them up. Anyway, um, it's one minute and twenty five seconds good for a beginner. A beginner in solving a Rubik's cube. Let me tell you something. Um, I. Uh, have been trying to solve the same Rubik's Cube for, I don't know, two weeks. So fuck you. <laughs> uh, unless you're a child, then fuck off. Uh, which video game should have had sequels? F-Zero. Uh, there needs to be a new F-Zero game. Uh, Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. Should have been a franchise. That game is so good. Um, and Nintendo needs to stop fucking around and go back to uh, and and have a Double Dash two, or at least reintroduce the Double Dash element into the next Mario Kart game because it was the it, Mario Kart Double Dash is not only the best Mario Kart game ever made; it's the most interesting and most intricate. Um, and the fact that like, I get it's cool now. It's fun. It's still Mario Kart. It's like, it still slaps, but Mario Kart double dash is fucking special. And I feel like they, that Nintendo needs to stop fucking around and, and get back to what they know, which is making great Mario Kart games where you can jump on and off the back of your cart with different Nintendo characters. Anyway, um, I am going to go, uh, have some tea. And I will be back for the end of the show. Oh, hey, that's it. So, um... I added the Yahoo's answers questions answers at the end um, because why the fuck not? Like nothing makes sense on this show. So I'll just do what I want. Um, also, um, I, in the end of banana shout out section today, uh, I don't remember if the last show, if I um, gave a shout out to one Miss Diane Carroll, um, she passed away recently and I feel like, you know, she and, uh, you know, Nancy Wilson and all of the, uh, and, you know, fly black women that, you know, actresses and jazz artists and, you know, like Ella Fitzgerald and Billie, Hol uh, Billie Holiday and stuff like that. Like, those were, like, huge influences on me. And so Diane Carroll, for me, is uh, in that letter with this just extremely poised and um beautiful uh and um you know regal black women that I, that for me helped to kind of shape my personality and who i am so flowers west rest in power to um you know our, our, our auntie diane um also uh elijah cummings who uh, was a member of the U.S. House of Representatives uh, in the 7th District of Maryland, Maryland 7th District, District I believe. Um, 
an amazing, amazing uh, man and uh, one of the forefathers of the civil rights movement and just lived in Baltimore, worked in Baltimore, left DC every day, went back to Baltimore and was, you know, signing these subpoenas on his hospice bed. So he said, you know what, bitch? <laughs> I'm gonna ride off into the sunset, but I'm gonna fucking lasso some of you bitches and drag you behind my horse on the way out. So y'all kiss my ass. I fucking love Elijah Cummins and the work that he did. He's an amazing influence and he will be sorely missed. And also, also, the uh, first African-American member of the House of Representatives to lie in state at the Lincoln Memorial. Yes, or at the House of Representatives. I know he's he was even the first at something when he died. That's how bad a man Elijah Cummins was still the first to do something on the way out the door. That man was amazing. So, um, flowers to Elijah Cummings, rest in power, uh, and my condolences to both families. Um, you guys have amazing uh, people to be proud of, and they're forever going to be cemented into not just Black history, but American history, but more importantly, Black history. Uh, also, in the Anna Banana shout-out section, I would like to give a shout-out to the namesake of the Anna Banana shout-out section for being on the show again. Um, you know, if we could ever get our lives together, then uh, this I, I, I would just have Anna as a co-host on the show because I like doing the show with her. But um, I'm busy. She's busy. I'm very inconsistent and unreliable. And also, I think it makes it more special when she doesn't see me for like three months. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you guys uh, do not email, email me for EDC tickets. Uh, they're gone. EDC's in like a week. You missed your opportunity. <laughs> um, but... Um, I will be back soon with another show. Thank you so much for listening again. You guys are awesome. This is a long ass show, so thanks for sticking through it. I ain't got to sign off because I don't have a sign off. Bye. <laughs>